all we the ghosts. This ain't the story they told. Man, if you know, then you know. I never had to tell my dogs that we on roof for greatness. They pay for kids, they want money more than they want fame shit. Welcome back to the Real O Show podcast. I'm Zachary. And I'm Joshua. And we're brothers on the adventure to find the curiosities of our life. And today we sit down with Tyler Walsh, an artist engagement manager looking to connect cool people to brands. And he also has a viral TikTok series where he talks to cool artists on the streets of New York. Tyler, welcome to the show. Appreciate you guys for having me. Appreciate the guessing me up in the in the intro. So we had to. We're just going to rip it right off, T. Oh, yeah. So in this emerging digital age, mm-hmm. how is artificial intelligence, blockchain affecting music today? And like, what are the contingencies for artists, labels, and even the consumers um, in this new age of music? That's a great question. Um, I On my own podcast recently, I talked about this because I'm very excited about AI. Um, something I feel like it's really going to help is songwriters in the music industry. Cause a lot of time how the process works is songwriter will, you know, make a song like, all right, who's this a fit for? And then let's say it's like Ryan Tedder, for example, you know, lead singer of one Republic. And then they send it off. But sometimes the problem is, you know, when that artist receives the demo, they're not sure, like, is this a good fit? Will I be able to actually hit those notes? Will it be my style? I feel like AI is perfect. Cause then, you know, let's say the songwriter can make their demo actually sound like Ryan Tedder and be like, Hey, this is me singing, but I made it sound like you. What do you think of it? So I think that's, that's one area, um, that I'm extremely bullish on and I'm not sure, you know, what companies, uh, are, are working on that technology, but, um, I would definitely be keeping an eye out for that. So that's, that's definitely one area. And with all of that, because you kind of said it. So you think there's going to be people that have AI write a song and then present it to the artist, kind of like a, like a true just ghostwriter, like is already happening. You think that's going to be more so what happens with it all? Not necessarily write a song. The songwriter is still going to write the song themselves and record it themselves. But then on the back end, uh, they apply the effect of making their voice sound like the artist they're sending it to. Ah, I guess so they can really like show you what's going on because that, that, yeah, that, that makes a ton of sense. I mean, it makes a lot of sense because I think of like Ed Sheeran, right? He Mm -hmm. writes a lot of music for a lot of people yeah. and like one of his biggest songs he ever wrote, he tried to give to like 10 people and no one, everyone's like, ah, I'm not really feeling it. So he just was like, fuck it. I'll just put it on myself. Well, it's even the reason I kind of looked at you and tapped you was Angela Hunt when she made the Empire State of Mind, she tried to sing it like how she wanted jay-z to do it which is hard but then if you have ai do it it's like fits really good in your head but to spin it when you're deep diving because what you do majority of your day is you're listening to these people that are on the come up Mm -hmm. because you've plugged me onto a ton of people so i trust your opinion and you know that what do you listen to like from an artist that you're like this person has the it factor it's a lot of things like is it a sound is it lyrics? Is it the beat that they like rap and how they float in and out of the pockets? Like, I don't think it's just one thing, but I think the the most important thing for an artist to have is some sort of like, I think there's two things. It's like, I think they coincide together. It's There's authenticity to it and that leads to a 
uh, genuine connection with the listener. You know, if I listen to a little TJ song and I'm like, damn, I really felt that, um, I'm more inclined to share it with my friends and be like, yo, what do you think of this song? Uh, I'm more inclined to be engaged in their story and their come up and want to support. Uh, so I think that's the, that's the main thing. And I know that's like, that's kind of why I share music too. It's like get a gauge of like, yo, do they, do they feel that too? Like they feel, um, you know, that, that same emotion. I'm honestly curious. Cause like you discover a lot of people that even just don't even speak English, yeah. like a lot of like Latin rappers and such. So I'm just curious, like, how is it in the sense of like, you're not, it's not even always about the language, but like what, what are the factors of like you seeing like a Latin artist and being like, yo, they have it. It's definitely a mix of everything. Um, you know, content plays a key role, but I don't think that's the end all be all. There's so many artists like Kendrick and Drake, they don't post on TikTok, but they still, you know, chart number one. Um, that's definitely the sound. The production is so essential and producers don't get enough shine. You guys should definitely interview some producers because we love producers. Hey, here. KJ, what you got going on, man? We love producers here. Yeah. Um, definitely the sound. Um, you can kind of like generally like, you know, part of my job, like something I do, um, is just like I one of my goals is to find artists all across the world you know so like I'm finding artists in Korea or Japan or Indonesia Amsterdam sometimes they don't speak English and their music isn't in English um, but I kind of get the gist based on like you know the vibe of the song you know the tempo of it the BPM um, the the cover I, I kind of understand like the the subject matter and that at least gives me some sort of connection to it back to that point. I mean, I agree. I, I listened to a Bad Bunny song. I don't know what he's saying, but yeah. I'm like, damn, this is hot. Yeah. It could still sound good without exactly. understanding No, I agree. That. No, I agree. I'm just, it, but it's like, it's so hard, right? Like of in a sense, and you know, you obviously have a the finger on, on the pulse of it. Music just creates an effect, but I, I, it, I, I want to circle back a little bit. You, we talked about the it factor, said so mm-hmm. it's a multitude of things. How important is it? And how important do like labels put on this? for their artists to be like posting on social media and pushing like pushing oh, yeah. social media. Yeah, they they it's one of the most important things because you guys know this. It's like unparalleled reach where you're reaching audiences that you know normally you'd have to spend ad dollars or make them pay to get to a show and there's more barriers, but you know you're lifting those barriers. Um but with the labels now there's even incentives like hey, if you post X amount of TikToks and I'm not sure if it's in there, but I know that part is, but let's say you get X amount of views or X amount of creates, you know you get this much money. Um, I know that there are some labels doing that because I know of an artist that told me about it, um, which is really just interesting, but it makes sense though, because it also, you know, lessens the marketing budget for the label. Of course. What is the future of music? And like, say you had a crystal ball. You, I know you said you're, you're bullish on AI, so maybe I'll ask for a second one, but like if you had a crystal ball, like what would you say is like the thing for the future? Originally, I was going to say just the creator economy and creating content and how every artist is going to be doing it. But I kind of want to switch it and I want to say uh, community. I really think that community and tribalism is back and um, artists have built community you know, they're on top right now. They don't have to have the largest fan bases, but they can sell more than somebody with 26 million monthly listeners that can only sell 300 person cap in New York. Like the math isn't mathing there. You know, if you have 26 million monthly listeners, how are you only selling 300 tickets in New York city? One of the biggest markets in the world for music and live music. Um, so I think community, you know, artists like Playboy Cardi, you know, incredible community. Um, 
You know, I think about, yeah, cult. It's a cult. Yeah. I think about, yeah. We saw it. It's a cult. Travis Scott, LaRussell, even LaRussell has an amazing community. Shout out for, sorry to interrupt. Shout out for you to show us LaRussell because not only is he a great human being, but like when I talk about rap concerts with Zach, I talk about all the time, rap concerts are too much. I'm just rapping over my already song playing. LaRussell is raw as fuck. And he actually puts on a show for people. Like you pay to see him and you actually see him working. Yeah. It's not like you sitting there on stage, fucking hearing your own song, playing other people rapping it. Like I get it. It's cool as a rapper. I'm sure for thousands of people to sing your song, but like, you're here to put a performance on. Yeah. So I and, sorry to cut you off, but yeah, no, like, yeah, that's yeah. no, that's so true. And his whole community is built on, um, pay as you can concerts and that's how they meet. And like, you know, when you meet fans with similar interests, then that's why you stay a part of the community. It's like you meet people and you create that genuine connection. That's such a good answer with community though. I'm so glad you took it there because we've talked about it a lot and, and to take it a creator way, one, group that does it really well and we've talked about it before is the now boys. boys yeah they do Sucking such a good like it. you knew it yeah like they do such cool. a good job with their community mm-hmm. their fans love them and and they are big let's not like maybe that's a bad example they are big but that's like they weren't Drake's at community. one point though it's like they Drake's weren't community yeah. i mean All even th- even when they had hundreds of thousands of subs which was the again, same way. but they were living on their community's couches like bro they were like hey we're yeah. going to They're Miami. road tripping yeah exactly. just crashing that is a community to have be like, hey, I have people that they had enough people that were they were vetting people to go to their house. Like, that's that's a that's a but, strong. It, but to to build off that because I think it's a great answer and more so I'm curious. But any creator or artist listening, in your mind, what is the best way to build community? And then once you start building it, to keep it and to stay on top of it because people will build the community and get big and then lose touch. Mm-hmm. Right. So how do you build it and then also stay in it? So people aren't be like, bro, you just fucking outgrew us. You got too cool for us. I look at somebody like Drake. Um, Drake has, I know he's super big, but I feel like he still has a really dope tight knit community. There's pages like Drake fan pages, like Drake related, which is like the official fan page where like, you know, there's like all these, you know, they, they repost fans, uh, they engage, uh, even Drake, like at his concert in Toronto there, or maybe it wasn't Toronto, but the last few shows of his tour, he was displaying a QR code. People had scanned it. The first like few hundred people got a free pair of limited edition shoes from Drake. And it's like, that's how you build community. It's giving them exclusivity into you, your personality. And I think for any artist out there that's maybe just starting, it's just a about, knowing what you're, what you're, uh, you know, what you're passionate about and what you're interested in. And then just being persistent and consistent and posting content and delivering that message because it's going to resonate with people. People are going to share it. And then you just continue to, uh, drive home that message. I got one more question before we wrap up here though, because I was kind of talking about this one with content, but we talked about it with music. Where are you at? with making music you love and making music you think the market is going to love. I think there should be a healthy mix. You know, I think honestly, at the end of the day though, I think that as long as you're happy, that's all that matters. As long as the artist that's making it is happy. Um, you know, obviously, you know, if you don't have commercial hits, it's hard to make a living in music unless you have a community. Um, you know, look at someone like, uh, someone like Andre 3000 who just dropped a whole flute album, but, it still got more streams than our more sales first week than a bunch of artists. I think it was like 24 K sales, which is higher than 
I don't even want to say their names, disrespect those artists, but uh, if you look it up, it's because he has a community that he's cultivated for 20 years in Atlanta from the ground up and hip hop, you know? Walsh, I want I want you to plug your socials. Oh, yeah. And also you mentioned your podcast at the beginning, yeah. plug the name where people can go and listen to that. Hell yeah. Uh, socials is T-R-W-L-S-H. It's like T-R Walsh, but there's no A in it. I'm trying to get the handle, but uh, yeah, my my uh, podcast is called Hitmakers Podcast. It's a sit down with music execs and people in the music industry, talk about their journey and how they're changing the game in music and appreciate you both for, for having me on. Bro, we appreciate you jumping on. Bro, it's our, it's our, our, music, our music professional that we get to bring on and uh, yeah. pull, pull things from the industry. Yeah, so You guys need Boyd on here now. Next. Yeah, hey, hey. hey, if we can get the if we hey. get the plug, we'd love to get a, we'd love hey. to get the Mike Boyd on the. Pod. I'm trying to fire up the Monday to Monday podcast. Yeah, yeah. 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 for all you yeah. who don't know who Mike Boyd is, go Check go, him out. go use the Google know, machine man. on that one. Yeah, right? but but Walsh, we appreciate it. Yeah, so appreciate you, Walsh. Peace. Watch me get my racks And we bought so hard they think my niggas selling crack We was pushing packs for 2600 a pound We was down, probably had some product in your town But now we back, same straight for all my niggas, call my fam And I made about 10 racks up off these features in the end For my grandma, hope she know that this for you and you and him For my brothers, for my family, for my mama, for I got my kids I gotta stack out this gold, I tell you I'm on the road about to get all this dough, ain't no fuck niggas know I swear to God we the ghosts, this ain't the story they told Man, if you know, then you know I never had to tell my dogs that we don't run for greatness They pay for getters, they want money more than they want fake shit I swear we go so hard, we on A-list I see my niggas prevailing, we going hard for the hand We gonna stack till we jaded I just saw my niggas that we on a mission Yeah, 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 it's gonna be hard to get it so I'm part for the missus. I put my heart in my feelings. On checks I don't even feel. We bought a box, we drip. We bought a box, we fall.